So you saw the Dungeons and Dragons movie. What'd you think? Yep. I thought it was fine. Yeah. It was a good fun movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing crazy. I I, I won't say it's bad. I wouldn't say it's necessarily super great either. Just, Just pretty good. It's a good start, right? Like, it's like, oh, you start with something like, yeah, kind of like in between where it's not like overly funny, but not overly serious to where it's like, now it's not like, oh, just to kind of test the waters, I guess. I'd say the one major complaint I had is with the uh, barbarian lady and that uh, one dude, I was thinking pretty much the entire time, like, holy shit, their AC must be crazy high. They're not getting hit <laughs> at all. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that was one complaint that people said. It's like you could e- you either only saw it when it was uh you, you could tell when they rolled natural ones and natural twenties. That's it. <laughs> Not when it just like barely succeeded or anything like that. And I'm just like, I mean, I guess. No one turned into a plant, man. No one turned into well, th- well, I, you know the thing is though, is the guy was a wild a wild magic sorcerer, right? Yeah. He even said that he's like, I'm a wild magic sorcerer. And like his Were wild magic wild only magic went off surges? once. Yes. Yeah. He it only went off once, and it was like when he was like, what was it like trying to like steal all of them gold at the beginning of the movie when they first introduced him or whatever. Yeah. It's like the spell where they all go shoot short, like they reverse his gravity. It's like that was a wild magic surge, apparently. <laughs> that's I mean that's what he, he he said that in the in the movie. So I was just like okay. That was I found that part pretty disappointing there are so many interesting things that you could do with wild magic and like turning into a potted plant or having a random fireball just hit you there was uh, I, I think it was really funny that uh they were like oh he's a really uh bad sorcerer and he's that he's a bad sorcerer because he's got bad charisma <laughs> yeah and there's what was that other thing that i Kind of had a problem with in that movie. Oh, yeah. In that one scene where they were cornered by the dragon. Oh. And the uh, main character pulled up, pulled out his loot. I'm like, oh, my God, it's happening. He's going to try and seduce the dragon. Let's go. <laughs> it's cl- classic D&D move. Yeah. Just try and seduce whatever. It's like, I'm going to seduce the door. How the fuck do you do that? <laughs> yeah. I think, I think the, it would have... I also liked uh, how it was like, what was it? They were doing like the bridge puzzle or whatever. And then the guy just like steps on it. And he goes, oops. He's explaining Sorry. like this, like super complex thing that the DM obviously worked like oh, hours absolutely. on. Then he immediately fucked it up. Immediately fucked it up. Before I they feel, even started. I feel like I kind of did that in our recent D&D session. It's like we got to this big ass dragon boss monster. Then it's like, I want to scare it away. <laughs> yeah but uh i like how right after that as well they were just like all right well we need to get across and the first thing that the the barbarian lady says is like i got a rope <laughs> i feel like that's just like what always happens whenever you need to get across the pit uh, i got a rope and we can tie it to this axe and just throw it over yeah and then we can shimmy our way across it'll work out just fine that just turns out that they happen to have the staff necessary to get them to the other side. Hey, now you're thinking with portals. <laughs> That's literally what it said when I, when they pulled that out. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize they pulled out the portal gun. It's like the DM's like, okay, 
I didn't think you guys would fuck this up immediately. We're going to do this because I need to get you to the other <laughs> I side. I was like, I don't have another way to get across, so we need to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it turns out his uh, walking stick is actually a staff of, of like portal magic, so you can just portal across. And I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> it, uh, in totality, I would say it's a movie that was good enough to the point where I want a sequel to it. Yeah, I mean, just so, like uh, like another D and D movie. I don't think it necessarily yeah. need to have like a uh, no. I, I a sequel to this one. It, yeah, I honestly wouldn't want a sequel with like the same characters, like a completely new slight, just like set in the more movies set in the D and D universe. Yeah, just do another set of heroes with like maybe some different classes we didn't see, and just go from there. Even if you did like, well, but doesn't like D and D make their own like modules or whatever, like their own like pre preset like. Uh, dungeons or whatever that people can like use even if they just made one of those they should i was like you could, could just adapt one of those into like a, into a movie they use practical effects in that movie because like the uh the cat child and the guy with a dragon head those looked practical those didn't look cgi yeah yeah i think they start i think they tried to stay as practical as they could but you know at some point it goes I crazy. Yeah. But yeah. It was a good movie. I liked it. Like I said, I want to know I want to see another D&D movie. And I was like and I was talking with uh someone at the theater, like one of the people that I still recognize at the theater or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was talking uh, we were talking a while back about how there hasn't been like a really good fantasy movie in like very recent years. So it's like it's like maybe having a and d movie do really well will actually maybe spark another fan like more fantasy movies being made rather than just sci-fi or space or something like that yeah or superheroes yeah or superheroes because there's just so many of those and i'm just like they're all just like look man mcu is mcu if it wasn't mcu i i don't think half these movies would succeed no but you think flash is gonna be a big hit for dc dude i i saw a clip of that and i'm just like what the flying fuck is this i i think i told you this that when they showed off the trailer for it in the super bowl i thought it was a meme because i did i thought it was so bad i was like wait that's a that's a real thing i mean let's i'm gonna be straightforward with you here even if it was the best looking movie ever the fact that um, the main actor for that movie, uh, Ezra Miller, the fact that he's just kind of a bad human being. Just still kind of somehow acting or whatever. Isn't he in jail now? I don't know. Honestly, I'm just like, I heard about a bunch of shit with Ezra Miller. I didn't know what the hell happened. I just heard he was a piece of shit or something like that. Or something happened that made him look like a piece of shit. Still don't know what it was to this day. I just know I never, I was never really particularly a fan of the guy, yeah. and now I don't like him even. I don't like him even more. <laughs> that's that's really what it comes down to. So if the Flash movie, I don't, I don't want to see it. I don't care to see it. I don't think it looks good. <laughs> Didn't they recently have like a recent showing too? Was there like reactions posted for that? I'm not sure actually. It's got a seven out of ten on IMDb, so maybe cool the thing is though is like it's dc and dcu or whatever the dcu or whatever and nobody gives a shit about that anymore 
Aren't they scrapping it for a completely new one uh, led by uh, what's-his-face? I don't know. Who cares anymore? I... <laughs> See, here's the thing. Even if DC gets their shit together, like, right now, and, like, actually yeah. makes a good cinematic universe, nobody's going to care because I, they I miss mean, they miss the ball. Well, uh, well, I think it's a mix of that and just, like, superhero fatigue being real, even among Marvel films nowadays. Oh, absolutely. I've heard people people dropping off on uh, on the new on some of the new movies just because they're just, like, so burnt out on Marvel films. Uh, especially, like, the newest Ant-Man. I think people are still going to go see... Like Guardians three, but oh, probably. Yeah, man, that... <laughs> See, here's the thing: when it comes to it, is like I think that the big movies are like the ones that are more with more recognizable heroes will still do well, and obviously Marvel movies will still do well, despite yeah people like saying, "Oh, it's all oh, burnt out" or whatever. People will end up going to see them. It's just what's going to happen. Um. But you're probably going to see like the more obscure heroes or maybe heroes that haven't been introduced yet probably mm. not do too well. Probably not. Probably be one of their least. So there are some first reactions. And according to The Hollywood Reporter, first reactions of The Flash from Cinema Kong among the best superhero films ever. I'm not sure. I don't who's... believe them. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that I don't believe. Them. I'm I'm just reading what's on I, screen. I I understand that. I still don't believe them. Yeah. I understand that these are not your words. These are somebody else's words. But I still don't believe them. Oh, we should probably do an intro. We know we're only ten minutes. Probably in, right? should. Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode. Of That's just gamer talk. I'm the gamer one two four. Over there is my co-host Tom Cruise. Can't lose. How you doing today? Pretty good. I almost forgot your name for a second, but I saved it. <laughs> My brain just like was like, what? What were you saying again? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, it was that. <laughs> Hate when that happens. Hate it. Uh, Yeah. So what's going on with the gaming today? Fucking nothing. <laughs> um, Not a whole lot, yeah. But the big one of the day was probably uh, posted a not that long ago, was the uh, UK officially blocks uh, Microsoft Activision deal over... It says over Game Pass on Kotaku, but that's not from what I... That's not the case from what I'm reading. Uh, from Based on everything that I read, they've been saying that it's been about uh, cloud gaming. Yeah, It'll which is the micro- fucking weirdest thing. <laughs> uh, because Google fucked up Stadia, now Microsoft doesn't get Activision. <laughs> well, here's the thing, okay? And I think they literally said it. It's like, oh, Microsoft is responsible for like 70% of like cloud gaming or something like that. But like mm-hmm. you just stated, Google dropped out of it with Stadia. And what is, does Sony really have a cloud gaming service? Not really. Not really. And Nintendo doesn't have a cloud gaming service. And other than like what, NVIDIA has one. And there's like another, I think there's one other one I'm forgetting and about. He, and here's the thing. Microsoft actually signed contracts with all those uh, different, you know, stream services yeah and so they would bring activation games to them so i'm not i'm not sure what the the issue is it, it's for lack of innovation in that in that in that medium and i'm sitting here going just like and it doesn't even speci- it it doesn't even work it doesn't even work right now in that specific medium too it's like that would be like entirely dependent on like video games ever getting to a point where it's all digital streaming all of the time which we're not there yet I, uh, if it's if we're talking like just strictly streaming, I'm not sure we're ever going to be there. I'm I think there's always going to be a demand to like 
download games at some this, capacity. And this and this is my, this is that my, just this, seems silly. No, the, and you're absolutely right. And and this mm-hmm. is what's my whole point about this. The what? How realistically are are people taking the idea that cloud gaming is the future of gaming? And I'm not saying it can't be, but at this moment, I don't not see really that. A I don't. Lot. I don't see that happening in the foreseeable future, just because. There are so many technological bounds that we need to go after. And on top of that, you have to get ISPs to the point where they're giving consistent consistent like service across all services and every area in the world, which is clearly not the case. It's like it's like in Middleton, Madison or whatever here, we got pretty good internet. But you go out to like even small towns like nearby, like my hometown of Cross Plains or whatever, or even like where Billy's at with Roxbury, it's mm. shit. It's just, it's garbage. There's no way they could play anything cloud gaming out there. Like, I think you, I had, uh, I think I told you this before, but I have pretty good uh, internet over here. And even connected to like my uh, home internet at streaming, I still see a bit, a bit of lag when I did try it. Mm-hmm. And right now, I think I read a, an article earlier. Talking about like the statistics, really, of uh, like cloud gaming as a whole. Like, obviously, it's going to grow, but right now, it's like less than two percent of the industry. Yeah, uh, uh, it's more of a niche than VR, which is like eleven percent. See, here's the thing: at least with VR, there is technology that is trying to break into greater spaces. It's just yeah. the problem with which we've always talked about with VR is that it's too expensive. When it comes to cloud gaming, the tech isn't there yet. We're we're not to the point where that we can play even single player games and not feel a little bit of lag. And to the point where it's just like nobody's gonna want to play it if you know if I hit if I hit go forward and in like a second or two seconds it goes forward. Like nobody's gonna want to do that. They would rather just get a PS5 or get an Xbox or whatever and just play and it just through download there. Download the game and yeah. just download the game. It's really not that hard. <laughs> like. And, and that was one thing I wanted to talk about is, like, just, like, the viability of cloud gaming in general mm-hmm. in, like, recent years. And, look, we could – here's the thing. What we're going to say here will probably be obsolete in two to five years. And in two to five years, we could be mm-hmm. eating our words right now in, re- in reality. This is how we feel now. Yes, but as of right now, because we have to go mm-hmm. off of what we think right now. And what the UK is basically saying right here is that because they think that cloud gaming is so viable and that it's so impactful to the gaming industry at this moment that they want to block it because Microsoft is the only one that's currently investing in cloud gaming at this moment that we know of. There might be something in background that we just don't know of yet, but I'm still yeah. sitting here going just like, how is that fair? <laughs> and how does that make sense? Like, imagine for a second if... Like, Sony tried to go out and buy Square Enix. It's a realistic scenario. And the CMA is like, well, I don't know. You have a you have a pretty tight hold on, you know, VR in the console space. I don't know if we can allow that, Sony. It's like that the entire idea sounds absurd. Well, at least like, it is. Yeah, because, like, the thing is, like, the CMA uh, in the UK and then, like, the FTC in mm-hmm. um, the United States are really the only things holding up this holding up this deal at this moment yeah and it's like the ftc isn't really looking at it necessarily from the idea of like oh how will it affect the gaming industry they're looking at it as is what i thought that everyone was going to look at it as as potential monopoly 
Like, like how will this affect the consumer in the long run? Yeah, and it's just like, well, and it's just like, with Monopoly, it's like, oh, everything owned by one person. And it's like, while it's true that some of the bigger bigger franchises are with Activision Blizzard, notably mm-hmm. Diablo 4, which is coming out soon, there's Overwatch, and then there's, like, Call of Duty. Yeah. And I guess World of Warcraft, I guess that's still pretty big, right? World of Warcraft is still, I'd say, one of it's the It's definitely, it's at least a recognizable name that I feel like a lot of people just know these days. Yeah. So, it's like, that's four big franchises. Okay. I'm still just sitting here going, you want to talk about Monopoly? Nintendo doesn't even put their, their things on anything else. It's only Switch. Got yes. a cop car in the background. No, that was not a cop car. That was a motorcycle. Ah. It's one of those uh, mo- those one of those motorcycle assholes. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> there's too many there's too many around here, but you know, um, but it's like saying it's like saying that it's like oh Nintendo has like a, such a grip, and I was like they literally own their own console and do their whole thing on their own console. It's like now just saying that because Activision went from you know, being on every console to being on one console, it's like, but what the yeah. hell? Then look at look at what look at what Sony's doing with like Square and Final Fantasy. It's like Final Fantasy 16 is one of the biggest releases of this year, and it's going to only come out on PS5, at least for now. And uh, uh, well, I'm not sure if you saw, but a document actually came out saying that Sony is paying uh, Square certain amounts of money, saying that they can uh, they can work with basically every other publisher. They can put it on, uh, you know, fucking Netflix, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Switch, PC, all that. They just cannot deal with Microsoft. They cannot have any dealings with Xbox whatsoever. And it, it and it's like that. How is that okay? But this isn't. I I don't know. It, it, I think it's just like the. I'm not even trying to pick sides here. I just think it's. No, but like it's 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 the general idea that we've been getting at mm. for this whole time, and I think we've talked about this whenever whenever this kind of thing comes up, is that yeah. they just don't understand the gaming industry in general. Mm. And I'm sitting here going, does the idea of cloud gaming sound really good, especially to the consumer, to the players? Absolutely. If I don't have to go out and buy, spend five hundred, six hundred dollars on a on a console or whatever and still play the games and have the same amount of quality that you could playing on an actual console. Of course. Is that a feasible thing that we can have right now? No. no. Fuck no. So it's like, if it was, why would anyone be buying a PS five right now? Why would anyone buy an Xbox? Why would anyone buy a PC at that point? I, I mean, I mean, Google clearly wanted it to be viable. That's why they brought out Stadia so uh, so early. But the, their failure kind of proves the point that it's just not right now. Exactly. It's like even if we're going, even if we're going past like cloud gaming in general too. Mm-hmm. It's like just adding Call of Duty and like like here's the thing. Yes, the Game Pass gets a huge boat, huge boost with Diablo Four and mm-hmm. the Call of Duties every year or whatever. Even if they're not going to do a yearly or whatever, but it's like whenever a Call of Duty comes out, and is that going? And, and it's like, will that probably force people to the Xbox or the PC? Probably, but is that necessarily a bad thing? Necessarily a bad thing because when it comes to picking a console, it's like mm-hmm. you you pick a console for where the games that you are to play. 
Now, for myself, I don't really care about a majority of those games. The only one I really care about would maybe be Diablo 4. I'm still on the fence of whether or not I want to get that game or not. But I'm still sitting here going, Sony still puts out banger of games, man. They got they got Spider-Man 2 that's coming out later this... I think later... Not this year, but I think next year. I, th- I think it's this year, actually, yeah. Is it this year? Fuck me. They just haven't they just they just haven't showcased it yet. Which makes me believe that it probably will get pushed until next year. But anyway. I mean, probably, yeah. Um, But anyway, it's like... And then what is it? Like, Horizon just announced that they're doing another sequel game or something like that? Like, they're doing, like, a multiplayer, and then there's going to be, like, a sequel game or something like that for the... Yep. And I was just like... I'm sitting here going, just like, just because these games are getting added to the... Getting added to, like, the Xbox or whatever doesn't mean that, it's, that PS5... Or the switch, gonna, I, the switch like, is gonna is gonna drop at any point whatsoever. It's like, oh, now I can get rid of my switch because now I can play Call of Duty on on Game Pass or whatever. No, fuck no. That's just no. not how it's gonna work. I'm still gonna want the switch to play Tears of a Kingdom, which literally comes out in like two weeks, three weeks, <laughs> almost a little less. But I'm still just like, it'll it'll it would be a big boost to Xbox's first party lineup, which. And, it, and any, if anything, would be a good thing because right now they just have nothing. Like, what do they have this year other than like Redfall is coming out in like in two weeks? They got Forza and they got Starfield. Yeah. I mean, I like I like to speculate that more's coming this year, but right now we just there's just nothing. Else. There, there's just nothing. Even like even like last year was pretty not great for uh, for Microsoft as well. Outside of like Pentiment, did they have anything last year? That's a good question. <laughs> That's a good question. I didn't think about that because they didn't weren't they? They weren't even like a part of like the game awards last year either. Or like no, yeah. I was like, I was like, huh? Now that I, I was like, because I didn't even realize it until like I think either you pointed it out or my brother pointed it out is that, that that there was not a single Xbox game in that whole thing, and I went, wow, didn't even realize that until you said that. Like Microsoft has what like twenty five studios. They're obviously working on something. Unless they're just, I don't know, that it's poorly managed. I mean, but. are we still are we still of the mindset that Fable is going to happen? Well, yeah. I, like when? I, I got no idea. <laughs> or like, I I don't know when to tell you. Uh, no, I'm, uh, that's EA. I'm thinking. I was thinking Dragon Age, but I'm like, that's EA. Yeah. You know, but for all the problems Xbox has, I don't think it's as bad as Bioware yet. No, no. Thankfully, but um. We talking about Jedi Survivor looks so good. It's got really good reviews. Did Bioware make that? No, Respawn made that. Well, that's a that's a oh yeah. Well, I mean that's an EA game, but you know. Yeah. But yeah, no, Jedi Survivor looks dope though. Uh, but in terms of Xbox releases, it is quite dry right now. So while we know like games are going to come eventually, they're just not hitting to quite the like speed and capacity that like. Companies like Nintendo or so and Sony are putting them out, mm. and this obviously would help them a lot. It's but. true. It, it's like, and kind of getting to the point that you're getting to, it's just like the, that. There's just not a whole lot. Even like like the last big release that I can think of was was Halo Infinite, and I'm just like, you don't that's, know how that turned out. And that's like what three years now old now. It's going to be what, another seven, eight years before we get another Halo game. Oof. Yeah. And there's, yeah, I yeah. am not crazy about the Halo franchise at the moment. 
I'm going to say I hope they get it right the next time, but I said that about Halo 5 and Infinite now. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's like, I, I I just sort of think that, it, it, and it's like, I, I just wish that, like, like people, like, like the, the UK courts would understand. It's like that this isn't. On paper, it looks bad because it does look like Xbox is getting a ton of good stuff. But in reality, in what's going on, especially in recent years, it's not good. Maybe later on, it could like it could be a problem, and I think maybe that's what they're worried about. But like, I'm it's sitting here going, just so like, far in the future. It's so point. far and in the future, and you're trying. And like, and again, I go back to my point. And it's like Sony's still going to release games for the PS5 and PS5 exclusive, or. Buy to buy buy a buy a games to make sure they're only available on the PlayStation or whatever, and they'll still all be crazy crazy successful. Exactly, it's like, and it's same thing with the Switch. The Switch is just going to keep making games. They're going to make like another Zelda game or another Pokemon game, most likely, or whatever. I don't know Mario game. <laughs> it's like it's not going anywhere. It's like that that they have their they have these things for a reason, like that structure like that right now for a reason. It's not going to affect how a customer can game now or whatever or make it lazy, lazy development on cloud gaming, which doesn't fucking exist at the moment. Not not reliably exist at the moment. So. Boy, so now that Microsoft has like $60 billion just lying around, who do you think they're going to swing it, uh, throw that out to next? You're like, hey, Ubisoft, you're not doing shit right now. Maybe maybe they'll, maybe they'll take that like almost seventy million dollars and actually like go out and get some good developers and actually build up build a good uh, studio again. I, I uh, that's priority number one for Microsoft. They've yeah, been bleeding talent so. like there's no tomorrow. Get some uh, talented, get some good leaders in there first off. Get that mm-hmm. talent back in there. Stop using contractors. And start doing shit with the studios that you have because they're good studios. They are. They you got you have some great like. You got fucking Ninja Theory. You got Obsidian. You got um. With some uh, pretty good, with some pretty good IPs as well. And tons of legendary IPs. Yeah. You got Banjo Kazooie, dude, and you're doing nothing with it. Well, that's assuming that they've done anything with Rare in the past. Like I don't know how long have they had Rare at this point. So long. I mean, they did. They have uh, Sea of Thieves, which is was really popular. That's about the only thing Rare has done in recent years, though. They're apparently making uh, Everwild. When the fuck we're ever gonna see that game? I th- I think Fable's gonna come out before Everwild, honestly. Because hasn't that game restarted development like twice now already, or some ridiculous bullshit? I didn't even know. I don't know, man. Well, they got the rare replay. Yeah, I don't really care, math. So obviously, obviously, that should be priority number one for them. But I do think they're gonna try and make other acquisitions after this one. They're probably gonna do that anyway. But it's like now they have all that Activision money to throw around to other developers. It is it, also you gotta wonder. It's like it, it's like do you go like do you try and even go for like another one that's like like the, another one that. It, I've heard a lot that I've heard a lot in recent years, especially it was like, oh, it's like, oh, maybe Ubisoft is, you know, about ready to like hit hit rock bottom. I mean, pretty much they're already at rock bottom, but you know, yeah. Um, 
but I'm sitting here going just like maybe that, but I'm like, would that get blocked the same amount? Cause it's like, Oh, all of a sudden then they go, Oh, adding Assassin's Creed and far cry and all that. Would that be as big? And I'm like, I don't think so. Just because I it's, think the, it's, I th- the big one is call of duty, which is so well known. It's big. It's not call of duty big though, but you make a good point where it's like, they could look at, at that and say the same market. It's like, Oh, well that would give you a monopoly and like, the cloud gaming space it's like okay cool what well, won't give us a monopoly in cloud gaming space then so apparently we're just sh- we're just sh- we just have to like just say oh we can't do anything until any anyone else just ain't, like invest in cloud gaming whatsoever is that what i'm understanding or should we just pull out all of our money in cloud gaming and just let it die i mean if if they're honestly going to go come out and say like the only way you can acquire anything is by forfeiting your cloud gaming market. I think Microsoft would do that, but why the fuck should they ever have to? Hmm. I don't know. Or would it be something as sim or or would it be something as like crazy as just like cuz part of the part of the thing with this is that is that all these games are available on Game Pass. What if they just got rid of Game Pass? How crazy would that be? I could not see a future where Microsoft. No, could do I couldn't that. either. But let's let's theorize for a second here. Even mm-hmm. though this would never happen in a million years at this point, like it would have so much bad PR if they just all of a sudden got rid of Game Pass. It's also still making them a fuck ton of money. Oh, absolutely. So it's like it'd be stupid for them to do it. But like, yeah. But let's let's just let's just theorize for a second. If they said that with the with the acquisition of mm-hmm. Activision Blizzard. That we would that we would get rid of like Game Pass or whatever. Would that change the minds of theirs? Because because from what I'm reading here is that basically the number one thing that they talked about is that uh, on on top of the cloud gaming stuff, they also talk about how if all of a sudden these games got acquired and then Microsoft went, hey, now that we have all these great studios, we're gonna up the game pri- the game the Game Pass price by like ten bucks or whatever, and it just goes. Then it's like that's. They say that that's what the parts are saying is not okay. I mean, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, oh, what if we said also we're just getting rid of it now? And like, and it's, and it's just like, shit. Well, I don't know. It's just like, oh, then you have to purchase some like every other game that you would purchase and like from like a uh, same thing for like a uh, Nintendo or Sony or whatever. And I was like, would that change your mind? And then they go, well, I mean, if you just have like the same like seventy dollars, sixty, seventy dollars price tags or whatever, then it'd be fine, right? I guess so. <laughs> I don't uh, like like I obviously we're in the mindset of Microsoft wouldn't be willing to make that kind of trade, but oh, absolutely not. But I'm just sitting here going, just like, but that's pretty much what the UK is saying right now. Is that is that because you have you have a quote-unquote stranglehold over the cloud gaming but you also will say hey now that we got these great games we could just up the price of game pass whatever we wanted or whatever and i'm just like what what they wouldn't why would you why would they want to do that uh, plus uh plus i'm sure microsoft the price of game pass is going to go up like at some point obviously but microsoft understands that People are only willing to pay so much for a subscription service. So it's like, yes, well, the price might go up if they up it to like $20 and like, no, it's not, that's not going to be worth it to almost anybody. It's like, I'd rather just pay the $60 for Call of Duty 
you know, if I played Call of Duty and be done with it. Yeah. And it's like, all of all of a sudden, like, let's say all of a sudden, like, Sony all of a sudden bought, like, let's say, let's say for, let's say for a second that Sony bought, like, Ubisoft or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they would have the same whole rigmarole that that Microsoft's going through or whatever, but they get approved. But it's like, but now we're gonna okay. So now they're like, oh well, now we're gonna put all their games on their the PlayStation uh, Plus or like Essentials or whatever thing that they have, which yeah. is like their Game Pass esque thing. And it's just like, huh? Didn't uh, didn't look at that, did you? Too much because nobody really cares about it. I don't know. Just it's just a clear it's just a clear like they don't understand the gaming oh, market. They think too they think too one dimensional about it, and it's like oh, yeah. I'm sitting here going. I, I think a majority of well maybe not a majority, but like but I would think probably a good amount of people that probably like play a lot of games probably have more mm-hmm. than one console right now. Yeah, and I just want to say for them to be looking at this as like you said as two or one dimensionally as they have been considering all the time they've had to learn at this point like this (coughs) has been going on for months almost a year at this point yeah and it and this decision still seems so service level it seemed it's almost like a It's honestly a disservice to a lot of people and a huge waste of the government's money. Oh, absolutely. That's why I think that they just said, no, we're just tired of looking into it. So we're just like, no, you can't do it. It sounds bad thing. So it's bad. <laughs> I don't know. I I think, I don't know if we said this, but you know, Microsoft and Activision both plan to appeal the decision, but yeah. Like I think what do they say like 99% of the time it never gets overchanged. At these appeals almost never go through is basically what I've been told. And a lot of like industry experts are like, "Oh yeah, it's basically dead in the water already." Yeah. I mean, clearly Microsoft and Activision think they have enough of a chance since they're going through with the appeals, but I don't know, man. I also feel like you're just going like, "Hey, we spent seventy <coughs> like seventy billion dollars on this. Let's why not just spend more?" Uh, if the chances there that this isn't money wasted, let's take that chance. So you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> hey yeah. man, one percent is one percent is one percent. One percent is one percent. So you're saying there's a chance. You're saying there's a chance. Exactly. I'm not hearing a no. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I I partially hope that it will get overturned, but at the same time, it's like I, I don't know what else can be said. I really don't. Yeah. I, I I'm if I'm obviously I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a legal expert or whatever. But I'm sitting here going just like I I don't know what more can be done to dissuade these people. It's like. Like, like you even said, it's like, oh, if the cloud gaming is a big deal, it's like they offered 10-year deals to pretty much every other cloud gaming service to make to guarantee that their games are on there. Basically, all Microsoft can do is go into the, like this court case or whatever and be like, okay, so here's what we already told you. Here's a list of why you're stupid. Pretty much. 
just like it's just it's understanding a market that they don't understand. It's like it's it's like it's like telling it's like telling these old people it's like how AI Ooh. art is or how AI stuff is just ruining everything. <laughs> or how crypto cryptocurrencies are probably just a huge scam. But uh, my nephew said that a Dogecoin would make me billions of dollars. Yeah, then Elon Musk decided I'm gonna flex my stupid my little tiny penis and just go, uh, <laughs> nah, fuck all that. Uh, I'm a, I'm gonna buy Twitter and literally no one's gonna pay for it anymore. Oh, then, <laughs> dude, then the whole stuff with like is like, oh, then the day after that they got rid of all the blue check marks, Stephen King or whatever, a few other people go, why do I still have a blue check mark? They got rid of all, and then he goes like, he like tweets back at them and like saying, hey, thank, you. and it's like you're welcome, and I'm like, I never asked for this, you dumb bitch. People are gonna make fun of me now. Well, no, no, it's just like, hey, I don't want your fucking charity, Elon. What you should do with the eight dollars is shove it up your ass or give it to a charity for a good reason. <laughs> I like how he goes in there thinking that he's just like, I did a good thing, yeah. And then Stephen King goes, "Fuck you, bitch." <laughs> Ain't nobody asked for your eight dollar bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that was great. I love that. That was so funny. I, 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 I think even it's funny, like even among like the super rich, no one's like, yeah, I'm not going to pay eight dollars for Twitter. Fuck that. That's bullshit. Nobody's going to do that because the whole (laughs) the whole point of the blue check marks and the check mark system was to verify it was the actual person that was doing it. So that way, when scammers come around pretending to be people, which is a huge thing that's happening in YouTube right now, mm-hmm. and it's just, I can only assume it's now gone rampant with Twitter. And, and so I'm just, I'm sitting here going, that was the whole point of the checkmark system. When they, when they, when they got it back, I don't know, when they started doing it, I don't know how long ago at this point, but it was like when they got it, that was the whole point of it. It wasn't to like say a status thing or wasn't something to, Say, oh, I'm better than everyone else or whatever. It was just so that way I am a big I am a big like influencer, star, whatever. This is me talking, not just some jackass with eight dollars laying around. Yeah. Back to gaming. <laughs> after after my whole rant. <laughs> um something I something I saw a few days ago was that uh there was this interview with a uh uh uh, CD Projekt Red developer talking about how large-scale AAA uh, RPG games are not sustainable is, th- is they say his beliefs. I'm going to put an asterisk by that because I think some of his words kind of were taken out of context and he was going with uh, how well, like what happened with the development of Cyberpunk 2077 because like obviously when it came out it was train wreck i assume that there was a bunch of stuff going behind closed doors that was an actual actual shit show but and really doing themselves in and i'm just sitting there going just like yeah uh it talks about like how triple a games are going to run into a wall and he thinks will crash soon but what does that mean it means sort of like referring to how big the budget needs to be for like games like cyberpunk 2077 and like and how long the hours are and like and, and like the amount of time that you have to do it to make it a good game or whatever make it mm-hmm. playable at least i guess to which i go i know cd project red doesn't have the biggest development uh, like team. team of all time 
yeah, when it comes to because they're a triple A, they're a triple A team, but they don't. I know they don't have the biggest thing. Just sounds like you needed a few more people working on this, from what I understand. And it's just like, and it's like, oh, you talk about long hours. I'm like, it sounds like you could have just used a few more people to take the stress off of everyone else, basically, so that way you didn't have to work these long ass hours and do burnout. And um, well, it's like, well, because it was when you look at Cyberpunk, there's no cuts, black screens, or whatever. That was all. That all takes time and effort. And I again, I still go with that as well. It's like. I don't know. I look at this and this is why I put an asterisk by all of this is that I think his words were taking a lot of context. And he was using yeah. the idea of how you make of making cyberpunk was a bad example. I mean, the game still made what do they say uh, four times the amount of what it costed. And it costed $310 million over how many years? Who knows how long they actually worked on it, but I'm sitting here going just like you announced it back in 2012. We looked that up before before we started. Yeah, and that was like the original like trailer, whatever. Then went dark for however long. And the thing, and the biggest thing that that I that I was like talking, I remember talking about with when it was leading up to the events of Cyberpunk 2077 was that how many times that it seems like the community asked for something that they didn't plan on putting in the game right off the bat. Yeah. And then they the, just, they were said, Oh yeah, that's not like a good idea. We'll put that in the game. Just making it get bigger and bigger and ever and ever larger. And just like continually getting pushed off and stuff like that. And I'm sitting here going just like, at some point you have to say, here's the game. We will put out regular updates as the game goes on. I'm sorry that all the requests did not get filled. It takes time. And, and it's like, if you would have just said that, I think people would have been okay with it. But instead, they decided that everyone's like, oh, can you customize your genitalia? And they're like, oh, that's a great idea. We should totally do that. So then somebody had to spend time making a genitalia customization thing. And I'm sitting here going, who the fuck wants that? And who and how many people that played Cyberpunk to this point have messed around with, uh, messed around with that a ton? I guarantee you very little. I mean, I, I guarantee a lot of people that play Cyberpunk and are, like, super into the character customization, they're not trying to make a character that looks like them. They're just trying to make, the like, the ugliest character that they can possibly make. Because that's what everyone does with this shit. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I have you seen the people, like, make, like, Dark, or, like a Dark Souls like, character or whatever? That's, like, three hours of just making a monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, like, spending an... Uh, like an excruciating amount of time on something like that. It's just wasteful. It, it's it like it's like you talk about how how much the the cost of the game was to make, and you're sitting here going, you added so many things that weren't you weren't going to originally put in the game. That's where your that's where the problem was. It was because the, that management saw something cool on the forums post or whatever on Reddit, Twitter, whatever social media, and said, "Oh yeah, we should totally do that. We're adding this, but we're not." pushing the release date anymore it's like yeah it's things are gonna stack up on you and you're gonna end up working long ass hours because of it so it just kind of sounds like you had some terrible management <laughs> that so, shouldn't be a secret about cyberpunk at no, this point no there i mean there's there's so many stories about how they about the amount of lies they had to their shareholders the 
long ass hours that the develop that developers had to do and stuff like that. It just clearly shown that it was not done properly whatsoever. And to look it, when it comes to when you make when it, like and even when you look at it like like AAA games and like making massive open world games that are the RPG style. I mean, I feel like when it comes to especially modern games, you look no further than Elden Ring and what Elden Ring did. That was a massive open world with tons to do in the entire in the entire world. So many like bosses and everything hidden around. And it kind of just showed up one year and then it was like the talk of the town how it was going to be there and like and like cuz what they showed it they showed that off was that I think that was 2021 Game Awards or something like that or maybe Summer Games Fest. I think it was when it when it was announced. It, it's just like, and then it was like they they worked on it hard, and, and like they didn't they didn't like do this whole like PR lead up to it because it was just a cool looking game. I guarantee you, if Cyberpunk did that same exact thing, it probably would have done really well. Probably, yeah. Because it was it was just so overly hyped. It, it, it was his it main thing. So saying that, like, oh, AAA games can't do giant ass RPGs anymore. I'm like, no, you just you're, you're talking about your personal experience, and I would have to believe that your personal experience is not how every game place runs their <laughs> runs it. So, I mean, from software is just something else, <laughs> if you ask me. Yeah. But, I mean, like, just to say that, oh. There's gonna be no triple A triple A RPG games. I'm like, you just that's just that's just not gonna happen, bro. It's just a you problem. Mainly. It's just it's just it's just your personal experience and what happened. Sorry that it had that. Sorry it was so shitty, but I guarantee you that I that probably like next year somebody will make a giant ass RPG, and it will be great. <laughs> so, I mean, Starfield's coming out this year. Exactly. So we'll we'll see how that one goes. But I don't know. It looks good so far. Not my not my type of game. I think I've talked about that before. Not my type of yeah. game, but it looks good. I mean, AAA games in general have a have a I, in my in my belief, AAA games have a problem at the moment that it's kind of like I don't know. This is kind of like a. I don't know, kind of a hot take for me, but I, I don't, I don't think it's totally out of left field. Is that AAA games and AAA game development have lost the idea of, of like what makes a good game a good game? You know, not all the time, but I would say probably a good chunk of time. It feels like it's like it to, feels like uh, attention is misplaced with a lot of modern games. I'd say you know that's I think is a good is a good way to saying it. Mm-hmm. it's just like i especially like for i mean for us especially it's like you look at like what games were back in the day they were like they were passion projects right like there were people that were passionate about their idea and then they got an idea to put like a lot of money behind it i feel like games like even like early games like halo and stuff like that were that especially mm-hmm. it's like they wanted to make like this cool sort of like space shooter game Something that was very different from basically everything that had existed at the time. Yeah. So, and it was like, and but it, it's it's that sort of thing that feels like it's kind of lost to today's AAA games. Not saying that there aren't games like that, but mm-hmm. 
it's like when when it comes to it, it's like how many AAA games do I buy a year? Anywhere from like one to two, maybe. <laughs> like it's it's gotten to that point, and it's like I don't know. It, that's that's just my general my general thoughts. It's just like it feels like the passion is gone, and they replaced it with more with just like oh, let's just make a ton of money. Uh, how can we maximize this for as much profit as possible? Exactly. It's like that. And it's like, and you can, and it's clearly shown. It's like, I feel like that's, I think why a lot of people nowadays are talking about like how indie games are the future of the industry. Yeah. Because like so many different indie games are trying, they're trying new things and they're the, often the games that are pushing the industry forward. It's like, when you look at it, when you look at it, it's like indie games are the ones like, like, like you were saying, were the most like inspirational, but they're also the ones that you find the most passion behind too. Mm-hmm. because it's their passion project. But at the same time, it's like, hell, it was like, remember that cassette beast game or whatever we saw during that, uh, Microsoft showcase that came out yeah. today. And I'm just, I, and I'm sitting here going, just look at it. And like the reviews already are really positive, And I've heard people talk about how it's really good at the moment. And it just looks like something just weird out of left field where it has clear inspiration to what it, what it's trying to hint at, but also different. It's it's clearly trying to be its own thing while referencing the thing that made its idea popular. I mm-hmm. guess is the way of saying it. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I agree with that. So it's just like there are like when you look at it, it's like that's the majority of the games I play nowadays. It's like not big AAA, and it also helps that you know most uh, all, almost all indie games are going to be anywhere between like. 15 to 20 not nah, more than that probably like 30 30 bucks or something like that yeah whereas like triple games are now like oh the standard price is going to 70 bucks what what am i gonna go for more <laughs> <laughs> you know i don't know uh dude like even in terms of like the wider games market like i'd say basically everyone this year if you were to ask like their top five most anticipated games, if you point to the one person that doesn't have Silk Song on their list, and I'll point to a point to a liar, mm. everyone's excited for Silk Song. Either that, or you've never played uh, Hollow Knight. Which, what the fuck is wrong with you? Which go you play with it. go play that game. It's only like fifteen yeah. bucks, and it's a masterpiece. <laughs> I saw recently that there was a. Uh, there was a mod that put out for that game that added mm-hmm. vocal that, that added voices to all the characters. And I'm like, oh, go? that's cool. Apparently, it was like a bunch of like uh, fans of the game basically were just like working on this project for like the past like five years or something like that. And I'm just like, oh, that's cool. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. It's just like I can think of like, obviously, you're gonna have your like. I was like, my my. Um, I was like, I'm really looking forward to Silk Song, but it's like, when it comes to it, it's like my favorite, like my most anticipated game is still uh, Final Fantasy 16. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm talking about like top five. Yeah, mm. yeah, no, you're you're not wrong, but it's like, but that's like the only AAA game that I have on my radar left this year. Yeah, it's like I guess if, uh, I guess if Spider Man Two the marvel spider-man 2 comes out this year i guess i Alan have wake yeah and then there's alan wake i care about 
nothing else as long as i get that game this just year. get just get alan wake that's 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 the key yep that's that's my key <laughs> exactly so uh so a uh, bit of a news story i uh, forgot to mention in the pre-stream chat sure um did you see how a lot of people who are scalping ps5s in like the hundreds or whatever are now having to sell those uh, consoles now at a discount because people can just go out and buy ps5s at regular outlets now yeah it's like you go online and you're seeing uh like previous scalpers having to sell ps5s at like three three hundred and fifty dollars it's hilarious it's great isn't it wasn't that like the case for like a lot of like people that were scalping like uh like 3080s and stuff like that too i think so uh, it sounds like right. 38 like 3080s uh 30 uh, like that ended up a while ago before ps5s became more relatively available i think yeah or maybe no, i'm talking out that of my was, ass but no that you know you're about you're right i mean it was kind of the same time but they were definitely like earlier yeah so yeah then it's like uh-huh. sitting here then a lot of people are saying that like all oh, those even like the people that are scalping 4070s and stuff like that aren't even getting like people to buy them because they are not great cards <laughs> and uh the last little bit of like uh things i want to talk about is that um so uh the youtuber markiplier which i mean if you haven't heard of markiplier i don't know what kind of world you're living in but what kind of rock are you living under? yeah what kind of rock you're living under but uh he would talked about how he was early, like earlier this year was making a movie and mm-hmm. now we got the first teaser for that he's making the the, the movie iron lung which is a, based off of a six dollar indie horror game that you can get on steam that is literally you just walking around in like a sub that no windows whatsoever in like a pool of blo- or in like a sea of blood or something like that mm-hmm. and it was really scary and really terrifying <laughs> being and i'm just like i'm excited to see what what this movie will be <laughs> and it's like uh, so have they said is is it gonna be like a full movie or is it just going to be like um like i think a it's, short film i think it's supposed to be a feature-length film oh shit yeah it's like because as as he describes it it's a movie so i assume it's like feature length that's that's kind of awesome so th- that'll be interesting to see what it is like like what it's all gonna be and it's just like that'll be interesting I don't know. It's like when 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 Mark said he was making a movie, I went, "Okay, this is gonna either be like a in space with Markiplier thing," is what I was thinking of. And then it's like, mm-hmm. "Oh no, it's Iron Lung," and I'm like, "I remember that game." And I'm just like, "Fuck, he's making a movie off that? That's actually really fucking cool." Uh, the I think what I think you I think you and me both said it. It's like this is a very Markiplier thing to do, where it's like, it's like no like. I think that I think his video when he when he of him playing it was really popular, mm-hmm. but I guarantee you that probably no one knew no one really knew about Iron Lung prior to Mark playing it, <laughs> and because he loved the idea or the concept of it so much, he was just like, oh yeah, we could totally make this into a movie, and then he's just doing it. It's awesome. It, I I love to see like indie horror games getting that kind of sponsors or respecter it's getting a movie just like, Hooray. Just, like I, the, I, just like that kind of love from like especially like somebody who's a big influencer like markiplier yeah so i don't know i don't know i don't know what it is but it's like of the big like 
YouTubers or whatever. It's like, I've always liked Markiplier because he always feels so genuine with everything he does. Like he, he he's clearly he like always, he he loves the stuff that he works on, and yeah. it shows. And he's always trying new and interesting things, which I just have a ton of respect for. Yeah, it's like he could just sit here playing just like shitty like indie horror game after horror game or whatever, or like playing mm-hmm. Five Nights at Freddy's for forever, basically. But he's but, just like, fuck no, I ain't gonna do that. I'm gonna create a super popular YouTube channel and then delete it with uh, after <laughs> <Yeah>. a year. Unisonis, <laughs> yeah. Are you ready for that to make a comeback? Uh, I have assumed that at some point he's really going to announce that it's going to be like Unis Honest is coming back for another year, baby. <laughs> I mean, I think it'd be fucking cool. Uh, I never, I never like was on like the the Unis Honest train or whatever. I think that was I part- felt. I felt so bad for missing that too. I know. Felt- I watch like I, I I see like people's like uh, compilations of it or like the clips they take mm-hmm. they took it before uh, he deleted it all, and just going like, yeah. I mean, it looked like a good time. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I agree with you. It's like it's like he does really cool stuff, and I don't think he gets enough credit for it sometimes. I mean, he has the. One of the biggest YouTubers. I know, but it's like that. So. I, it's it's the idea that it's the idea that oh, he's it's because he's a big YouTuber that means that he can do whatever he wants. No, he does yeah. these things because he's passionate he about to. what he wants to do, and he wants yeah. and like he wants to do new things. And it's like I don't know. I think there's just something like it, it's it, it's it's his content that just like shows that it's genuine love for it. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's so why he continued. Like, I, I was like, I fell off the PewDiePie train a long time ago, but I was like, I, st- I stayed on the Markiplier train to this day. I, I feel like a lot of people fell off the, the PewDiePie train a long time ago. But he's still bigger than Mark. <laughs> Isn't Is he? Like he? The, I'm pretty sure he's still, like, top three YouTube. YouTube, uh, uh, Especially. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure it's Mr. B's uh, T-Series or whatever, yeah, and that stupid top, kids watermelon So this is channel. the most subscribed channels on YouTube in the world right now. T-Series okay. is number one. There's apparently like some nursery rhyme stuff, which I assume is some like, kids. There's like yeah. some like India. Then there's Mr. Beast. And then PewDiePie is number five. So the fact is, he's still top five in, in, the, in the entertainment or whatever. So, I don't know. I guess that's where 12-year-old gamers go. <laughs> I, I guess. It's true. I just kind of, like, didn't play video games for, like, a full week. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay. And so that's my life. I was like, I just, like, sat here just, like, just chilling. Nice. Just just chilling. Watching uh, watching NBA playoffs. Watching the Bucks shit the, shit the bed against the against the Heat, which they play t- they're playing tonight. Honestly, I don't even know or care. <laughs> so, I, uh, I almost have all the killers prestiged in uh, Dead by Daylight. Ooh, nice! And I'm just about to hit a hundred hours in that game. It's <laughs> pretty nice. Oh, did, uh, Steam yes. pa- did Steam pass the test today? Uh, Steam did not pass the test. Nope, no, it did not. You know, Although I see, uh, I see, Evil Dead the game has thirty four percent off and is in a top seller now. I think it just came. 
came to Steam recently, didn't it? Uh, that sounds that sounds right. Yeah, it re- it literally released today. Was that a was that an Epic Games game? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was an Epic Games thing. I didn't realize that, honestly. I mean, I don't think about it, but purely because I like the Evil Dead. But didn't that didn't that mm-hmm. movie just come out? Like, wasn't there like the Evil Dead Rises just came out or something? Evil Dead Rise came out, and yeah. it is fucking fantastic. For anyone that's wondering, hmm, nice. Like I, I really, really loved it. I kept, I kept seeing ads for it on uh, when I was watching the NBA playoffs because it's on TNT, and so it's just like every time mm-hmm. they, every time they go to commercial, it's like they play an Evil Dead one or whatever, an Evil Dead trailer, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> it's the same thing with like all the HBO Max, or I'm sorry, it's not longer HBO Max; it's now just Max. Uh, listen, I know the ads got annoying, but trust me, the movie itself is really good. I mean, here's the thing. Every yeah. ad gets annoying if you watch it a hundred billion times. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm not, it's not a, it's not a hit to the game or hits of the movie or anything like that. Yeah. So. Speaking of Dead by Daylight, there are two Dead by Daylight clones coming out this year in a relatively short time span. Is there? Yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the video games coming out and That's a thing? What? Yeah. Didn't realize that. It's gonna be three killers versus four survivors though, which I'm is I'm sorry, I just went I just went back on Steam and I I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just derailing this for a second, but there's the yeah. there's there's a game called the Crypto Miner Tycoon Simulator. What the fuck? <laughs> is that where, where is that? It's on the front page. Oh man. Where in like top sellers? Or Popular no, like uh, all games or whatever. Maybe it's just because it's like, like new and trending. No, oh yeah, oh, here new, it is. New and trending. Yeah, it's like the third to last. What the fuck? Jesus Christ! Instead of actually making money on investments, why not do it in this in this video game? Well, then it's not then it's not real. So you don't have to actually do your actual money. It's like you're actually crypto uh, thing. <laughs> Great, so I can pretend to be a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, well, at least it's free, so I don't have to pay for the. Pr- hey, that's better than the actual than than the actual crypto money. No, wait the the starter edition is free. Yeah, so it's the, like a demo, I assume. The full game is twenty dollars. Jesus Christ! Rich Dad Simulator. Bro, simulator games be going crazy. There was another one on front on the front page that was like uh, "Ship Graveyard Simulator 2 Prologue." So there was a Ship Graveyard Simulator one at some point. I feel like th- I feel like that was a thing because of Power Wash Simulator. I mean, I guess <laughs> who's who's buying these games i don't know man that's what i say about like is as much as like there's so many games that come out i'm just sitting here going who buys all this like all this like crap i don't know it's like there's apparently a ship graveyard simulator that was so popular that they had to make a sequel out of it i bro i don't know See, here's the thing. I also say the same thing whenever I get like a spam, like a like a spam phone call or like a 
or like a email scam or like a text scam or something like that. I'm like, how do these things still exist? Like people really still fall for this shit. Then you go, oh yeah, they absolutely do. That's why it's still a thing. Alrighty. Well, why don't we call it there then? Sounds good to me. So, uh, thank y'all so much for watching or listening to another episode. Of That's just gamer talk. Uh, be sure to follow my co-host over there. Tom Cruise can't lose at the places you follow him at, I guess. I have a pretty banger Twitter account. That's about it right now. <laughs> hey, look, doing, doing content is hard, <laughs> especially when you have no time for it. So, uh, but yeah, we'll be back uh, next week talking some more video, video games and whatnot. What not. And uh, maybe we'll hear about it, how Activision Blizzard did or did not happen again. Probably won't be in a week. That, that definitely will not happen in a week. No. But, <laughs> but, you know, you can always dream. Anyway, bye-bye.